Welcome, friends, to the voice of the street freaks and cool geeks, the home of the hype, the realm of the real. This is the domain of the pain, the pad of the rad, the nest of the best, the room of the doom. It's the minute to get with it. This is the Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. Did you already have probes? Yes. <laughs> Starting the podcast dirty. Hello, people. What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. It's Sunday, February 16th. The sun is shining. And you got on that fucking peanut butter tiger. Episode 30. There's 30 of these motherfuckers, old man. Started at the beginning of the year. Now we're all the way over here. Oh. How was everybody's Valentine's Day, you know? Fucking Valentine's Day was dope, man. Went to this sushi place over the weekend. I forget what it was called. Some kind of weird name. Of course. Of course. It's down there over on Broadway. But we go for sushi. And they sit you down. Like, sushi is fucking awesome, man. That's the one, like, not the one great thing. That is a great thing about Vancouver. Is the food. You get the banging sushi, man. Banging deals. But we go in. Like, um, you know how I was talking about you can't trust full unless it's from, like, a real ghetto Full place, the same rule doesn't apply to sushi. I don't want to be eating raw fish in a disgusting restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, I look for that place to be clean, man. Because, like, there's, like, sashimi is wonderful. That Those nigiri rolls or whatever, you get a little bit of octopus just sliced up on there, a little bit of rice. Oh, my God. That shit is fantastic. Oh, the salmon roll and shit. But... You know, like all the raw fish and shit like that. You got to be careful about, like, I, I hate to say it, it's going to be gross. If you're eating sushi, fucking turn off this episode. But the worms and shit people can get. You know, I saw this, I saw this fucking thing on uh, my Google News feed about this lady that, like, fucking ate, uh, ate some wild sushi, I guess. They didn't have, like, the parasites killed and she had parasites all over the place. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, so like, if you're listening, make sure you don't eat sushi from ghetto sushi places. You know what I mean? But this place wasn't ghetto. It was nice. We walk in there, but they're playing Disney music. Like, I, I, sometimes, I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, we sit down. (coughs) We sit down next to these fucking, you know, like, like. In sushi restaurants, the good ones, they'll sit you down, like, right close to people, you know? So you're, like, basically sharing the same table with other people. And that's fine. No problem. They sit us down, and all of a sudden, they're playing, like, Aladdin music and shit. Like, I don't know what they think. Like, I don't know if they're just, like... You know, because obviously, like, if I went to Japan, and I opened a poutine place, and I had Japanese people come through, I would want to throw on some Japanese music. 
but I wouldn't understand a fucking word of what they're saying. So I don't even know if they were doing it on purpose. Like, it didn't seem like the type of place that would be playing Disney music, but these guys were playing, like, a whole new world from Aladdin and shit. So, of course, you know me, I'm a little bit drunk when I was in there. I gotta, I gotta start singing it, you know what I mean? Like, when I hear wildness, when I hear weird music, it pops in my head, I just gotta start singing. What are you gonna do, man? So this thing's going, I'm like... It's a whole new world. And the fuck, there's a guy beside me, like a 50-year-old guy with his son or something. Like it was like a 50-year-old and like a 20-year-old. Both guys. I don't think they were gay. But he starts singing. He picks up after the whole new world thing and sings like the fucking Jasmine part. It was hilarious. Right at the table. I fucking died laughing, man. That shit was so fucking funny. I love connecting in weird ways with strangers in public. You know what I mean? Like, you can really, like, if you're open and you're just a weird person, you attract other weird people who are open. And you end up singing a fucking duet from Aladdin right in the restaurant. I couldn't stop laughing. It was fucking hilarious, man. That's the cool thing about, like... That's the cool thing about living in Vancouver. You can go check out different restaurants, get a glimpse... You get, like, a little glimpse of what uh, other cultures are like and shit, you know? Like, oh, man, like, yeah, like, the Japanese are, the Japanese are fucking hilarious. I, like, when I broke my arm there in the summer, I shattered my wrist skateboarding, of course. And uh, (laughs) my roommate was seeing this Asian he met on Tinder at the time. Lovely lady, I forget her name, but she was from Japan or whatever. And, like, I got this, like... When I was younger, I was working at a uh, concrete company with all these Mexican dudes. And I, they taught me how to say, show me your tits in Spanish. It's, mamacita, enseñame dos chichas. And so if I ever travel anywhere around Mexico, I'm good in the hood. I'm going to see some titties. You know what I mean? It's going to be great. So I thought it would be funny, like, carrying off of that joke. Like, lots of jokes. Lots of jokes are just... Lots of my jokes are just inside jokes with myself. You know what I mean? Like, I have a ton of inside jokes with myself. And this tit thing, the show me your titties, is one of them. Because it's funny. It's funny to have jokes with yourself. Anyway, so I ask her, you know, she's like, oh, like, they're signing my cast or whatever. And I was like, you got to write, show me your tits on the cast. So we're sitting around and she writes, like, she writes, hi, my name is Dan on it. And I was like, no, no, what did you write? And I'm sitting there with my roommate. We're like, what did you write? Just like, oh, hi, my name is Dan. It's like, no, you gotta write, show me your tits on the cast. And finally she does it. And fuck, we were all laughing so hard because like in big fucking Asian writing I had on my cast, it said, show me your tits. (laughs) Oh, then she like takes a picture of it and she's like, Ah, so funny. <laughs> so now anytime I fucking say something funny, like, you know, certain people will be like, so funny, or something funny happens, you know. Uh, hilarious. But the the best part of that is we were clubbing, like, a week or two later. We end up going, like, Vancouver's dope. The nightlife is dope. And one of uh, one of our friends her roommate was bouncing at this bar, was a bouncer at a bar. So we go there and it's like a lot like, you know, it's not, there's not like, it, there's no segregation going on. You know what I mean? But there's a kind of like a natural thing. Like there's some bars that are just filled to the, filled to the balls with fucking 
one certain kind of people. So we go to this place and it's all Asians in there. We go to this club, it's all Asians there. We're just meeting our friend's roommate there and uh, all gonna roll out after. So we're there like right before last call and shit and we fucking go in this bar and it's full of Asians, like wall to wall Asians. I'm easily 5'11", six foot tall. I'm easily one of the tallest people in there. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So we're fucking strolling through the crowd all drunk. And this guy, like, I can see this chick point at my arm and lean over to her friend and, you know, tell him something or whatever. And this fucking guy comes over to me, this huge Asian dude. He was like, he wasn't very tall, but he was wide boy. He like, he was definitely in the gym doing some fucking supersets. You know, his biceps were like as big as my head. Fucking thick he comes over to me and he's like, uh, you want, he was like, what does your cast say? And I was like, oh, uh, you know, get your, uh, get your girlfriend to read it. And he's like, uh, it says, show me your tits or show me your breasts. You want to see my breasts? I was like, no, man, it's for the ladies. It's for the fucking ladies. So that, you know, that's funny. That's a fucking good one. You know, that's, uh, multicultural. That's what it is. When you get show me your tits written on your cast in Japanese, you know what I mean? And I would notice like I would be out in public and I would just notice the uh, the odd, obvious Japanese person like look at my arm and have a little fucking laugh. That's hilarious. It's like, you know, when you see like white people with like Japanese tattoos and you know, they don't know what the fuck that says. You know what I mean? Or like sometimes you see like an Asian person walking around and their shirt will just say like fuck. Or I love tits on it or something or something fucking hilarious. And you can tell that they don't know what that means. You know, it's like, I wonder if they thought I just had a joke played on me or whatever. Because that's fucking, that's hilarious, man. That shit makes me laugh, you know. Uh, what else? Oh, I ran into this fucking hilarious dude this morning, man. You got like, when you run into somebody... On a Sunday at like 8 o'clock in the morning and they're drinking beer, you know that they're fucking hilarious. This guy's a drywaller. Hey? And he's like so fucking talkative. Some people are so talkative. And he said the funniest thing in the fucking world to me today. He said when he met this guy, he was like, oh, you know, like I'm friends with this guy. And it was like, you know, instantly I became his friend. It was like if Ray Charles met Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Isn't that a good fucking reference? I'm going to use that one. You know what I mean? I'm gonna fucking... That's how these things happen. Like, when somebody says something wild to me, I log it, and I think of, like, another time I'm gonna use that one. So when Ray Charles met Stevie Wonder is gonna pop up in somebody's life right there. It's fucking hilarious, man. That's a great one. That's a fucking great one. What else is going on? XFL was on today. XFL... Like, it was the Dallas Renegades versus uh, Los Angeles something or others. And the only reason I remember the Dallas Renegades is because their logo was dope and they were playing last week. And I didn't watch the game last week. I caught the end of this game here. And I'm going to fucking say I am down with XFL. I'm not mad at it at all, man. I love how they play it, like, right after... Like, XFL started right after the Super Bowl, right when I'm all fucking depressed about not having football anymore. Because that's the only sport I watch. If the only sport you watch is football, you got, like, a tough six months of the year where there's nothing going on. Like, I just can't get into, like, baseball or basketball. It makes me snore. Hockey's not very good. I know that's crazy, like, 
That should be on another unpopular opinion episode, but I'm not down with hockey. It's too fast, man. It's too wild. Something's going on there. Like, it's like super hard to pay attention to. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I'm just too stupid to watch hockey, but it's just moving too fast. Football, you know, they fucking, they, they line up. Everybody lines up. There's like six seconds of action. You can get, you watch that six seconds of action. Then you fucking have 40 seconds until they do another play. So you get to like sit there and smoke some weed and fucking not pay attention and check your phone, you know, see what's going on on fucking Twitter between plays. It's awesome. It's like such an easygoing, lazy sport to watch. Hard sport to play. Make no mistake. Football is a fuck. I used to play a receiver in high school. Wide receiver. Evan Hardy Souls. That's right. But then I discovered weed and girls, and that just fucking sucks the uh, any motivation for anything out of you. So I didn't last, you know, I didn't have an illustrious football career or anything like that. Fucking should have, though. Should have stuck with it, because football's rad. Anyway. Anyway, so you're stuck. Usually I'm stuck this time of year in a deep, dark depression. I don't fucking get to watch anything. You know, I think about how the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. I hear things about Ben Roethlisberger and wish they would get a new quarterback. And I speculate as if I could be the GM of the Steelers and what decisions I would might make and what kind of the season we would have in front of us. You know what I mean? But uh, all to no avail. So it's nice to get the football out and watch some XFL, man. It was like, I'm not mad at it at all. I'm fucking down. I wish they would just adopt, like, same thing with the CFL. I wish they would just adopt this exact same rules as the, as the NFL and then let the guys like go between the leagues and shit like that. Because there's definitely a market for football all year round, but the the guys can't play. You can't play football all year round. It's not a fucking year round sport, man. You just can't fucking do it. You fall apart. That's why they don't have series like best of seven series and fucking the playoffs there because like it certainly would just be too long of a season, man. Everybody would be fucking falling apart. So to have a completely separate league called the XFL to watch. Oh, as a football fan, I'm fucking. Oh, it's good, man. And how good was the Super Bowl this year, too? That was fucking great. Like, you know, even though the Steelers didn't make it in, I'm happy for Andy Reid, happy for Patrick Mahomes. I'll say that again. I know it's fucking Super Bowl has been over for a minute, but I couldn't be happier about those guys. How about that fucking halftime show, too? Jeez, man. Did you... There's a guy that, like... There's some dude, I forget where. I should have researched this story before I talk about it. Maybe I'll throw it on the fucking Twitter trends or whatever. But uh, this fucking guy, uh, some kind of priest in Dallas or somewhere, wants to sue the NFL for billions of dollars. I don't know if it passed or whatever, but he's trying to sue for, like, so much money uh, because the halftime show he called it too pornographic and it was like defiling the sanctity of his home or some shit like that that's fucking hilarious like hey pal you can shut it off you know what i mean but it was like god those were some pretty fucking good looking ladies up there you know what i mean and if you're not expecting it like if you're sitting around with a bunch of five-year-olds and shit oh well it's not like they were stripping or something like that you know what i mean but it was it is like a fucking bit of a gray area. Who knows? But certainly, like, you don't get to sue over it. But, like, fucking how good does J-Lo... She, that J-Lo, Jennifer Lo Lopez, 
just put out a post on Instagram. I saw it. It goes viral, obviously, because like lots of followers smoking hottie or whatever. But she posted a bikini selfie in a mirror. Jeez. 51 years old. And she looks banging. Holy. You know what I mean? It probably just made like that that dude that's suing the NFL or whatever for that pornographic halftime show. Like just probably made his wife jealous. Like probably just fucking probably just got in an argument with his wife right after. You know what I mean? Like uh, saying he doesn't mind the show or whatever. And she puts him in the doghouse and now he fucking now he's got to make a big deal suing over it. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. It's hilarious in America what people sue over. It's so litigious. It's crazy. Happy to live in Canada where we fucking... Where we uh, don't deal with that shit. Ah, what else is going on? Maybe we'll maybe we'll fucking do some fucking Twitter trends here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Woo! Listen to that fucking production value. Twitter trends... This is motherfucking what's going on on Twitter these days. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Song gets me fucking hype, man. Oh. Cut it. Cut that shit short. Blow. That's a fucking beat from Randy B. I feel bad about not using it in the intro because it's a dope fucking beat. You know what I mean? But it's too hype, man. This is just too fucking hype to start off the intro. I like to start off the intro like blazing some fucking weed. You know, that nice bass. I don't know. I just got it stuck in my head. I just, that's a dope theme song. But that beat that young Randy B from Randy B Entertainment. Check him out on YouTube. That fucking beat he sent in. We're still going to use it. We're going to use it to just fucking yell about Twitter trends over. Maybe I'll write a Twitter trend song. That's what I'm trying to do there. It's like improvisational. Oh, I'm not going to be able to say that word. I'm improvising the words while I'm singing the Twitter trend song. Anyway, what's going on on Twitter? Gary Holt. If you don't know who Gary Holt is, he's from fucking Slayer and Exodus, man. Go check him out. He's fucking rad as all hell, man. You got to love fucking Gary Holt. Got to love Slayer. Got to love... Exodus, too. That band rocks, man. Severely underrated. Not enough people fucking listen to Exodus. Go listen to Riot Act by Exodus. That song will fucking rip your head off, man. That is Exodus. That is, like, easily their best song. It's fucking bang. And they have other good hits, too. But Riot Act by Exodus. Fucking screaming song, bro. You like that? That's how I talk to my friends when I'm telling them what to listen to. That song fucking rips, bro. You gotta listen to it, bro. The bros really come out when I'm fucking trying to make a case for something. That's why I couldn't be a car salesman. You gotta get this car, bro. You gotta fucking know what's going on with this car. Get this car, bro. It's fucking awesome, bro. That's how I talk. People get, like... People who, like, appreciate talking to each other like that, they don't go to fucking car dealers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyway, this fucking... This Gary Holt gets all funny... And starts clowning on Steven Tyler, which is hilarious. Like, Aerosmith is dope. Toys in the Attic was dope. That Mama Kin song, dope. Like, he's got, they got some fucking good songs. Not bad. And then you get to, like, their newer shit, like that Jaded song. Ch-ch-jaded. I don't know. 
Like, back when they were doing, like, Sweet Emotion and, like, shooting up heroin and shit like that, they fucking ripped. That was a good band. It wasn't bad then. But, of course, inevitably, when bands don't die of drug overdoses or their fucking members don't fall off or they don't break up, if they just stay together, they start releasing shitty music and getting in weird beefs with each other. You know, like, they're beefing with their drummer there or some shit. Bullshit. Anyway, this Gary Holt just started, like, just sent out a meme of Steven Tyler looking fucking hilarious. Like, it just, Steven Tyler totally looks like a chick. And the meme was, like, it said above it, it was, like, Steven Tyler looks like the type of mom that doesn't mind if you drink as long as you don't drive. <laughs> and they just show a picture of him. So fucking funny. So that's funny. It's funny to think of, like, Gary Holt, like Slayer versus Aerosmith. Hopefully they get into some little beef. That would be so funny. You know, that makes me fucking laugh. I always wonder. Like, I have a pretty big playlist on Google Play. It's up to like 10,000 songs. It's up fucking, I have a meaty playlist. I listen to a lot of different music. And I always wonder, like, if those if my playlist was like a giant room and all those bands were in that fucking giant room, I wonder... Like, if they all fought each other, who would win? You know what I mean? Like, Amon Marth versus Dying Fetus versus ACDC versus Pink Floyd versus fucking some reggae groups. You know what I mean? Like, 10-foot ganja plant versus, like, Dead Prez. There's all the rappers in there and shit like that. It would just be funny. It would be funny to think about. Like, I think about, like, I think about life and death all the time. Struggles. People fighting each other. It always happens. Hence the fist fight Dan. Street fight Dan. Dan oh might. I still don't like those names because I don't want to like... I don't like the fucking street fight Dan or the fist fight Dan. Like that's... I just want stupid violent names like that. But they... Those ones are too much. Those ones make it seem like I always get in fist fights and shit. You know? Which doesn't happen in BC. It doesn't happen like the amount of times you get into fist fights. It doesn't happen very much. It's not like I'm a boxer or something. If I was a boxer, you know, if I was like, if I was a boxer or I was like MMA or something like that, I would call myself Fist Fight Dad. That would be the fucking, that would be the thing right there. But it just seems like, it seems like if you're going to call yourself Fist Fight Dad, you got to wear a fucking tap out shirt. And I don't wear tap out shirts. You know what I mean? Just a stupid radio name thus far. When I think of one, I'll let you guys know that'll be the new name. Someday it'll happen. Maybe it'll be episode 31. Maybe it'll be episode 131. You never fucking know. I was kind of thinking about it today. I thought maybe Headbutt Dan would be cool. <laughs> Straight up fucking Headbutt Dan. Oh, that would be fucking hilarious. Anyway, so this is the Twitter trends. We talked about Gary Holt, Slayer versus Aerosmith. You know, to be honest, I think Slayer would win. If they got in a fistfight with Aerosmith. Think of a tough classic rock band, though. Like, I wonder who a tough... I bet you the Who were pretty feisty back in the day. It would probably be, like, something like Stained coming out on top because you'd be scrapping all these old dudes. Like, you wouldn't want to see, like, fucking David Gilmore from, like, Pink Floyd getting a fist fight, but whatever. Anyway, we already talked about... J see, I was going to throw J-Lo on the Twitter trends thing. Her post, go look up her post there. She's, like, standing there in a white bikini. Looks amazing. That chick looks hotter now than she did in that Love Don't Cost a Thing video. It's ridiculous. And she looked banging in that video. Um, the XFL is dope. Oh, 
Marvel movies. I saw a fucking Marvel trending on in the Oscars. There, like fucking Marvel movies, man. I don't understand how on earth they are so popular. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I liked the comic books when I was a kid. Spider Man was the fucking shit. I used to climb trees singing Spider Dan, Spider Dan, kicking ass and fucking whatever the fuck. You know, Spider Man was dope. But I grew out of that shit. I don't fucking watch that shit anymore. I can't stand, like I, 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 I can't stand. Blah, 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 blah. Listen to me talk there. That's hilarious. Those fucking studies. Anyways, I <laughs> I don't like Marvel movies. Can't stand them. But I guess. They're like breaking records because they're some of the highest grossing movies, but no Oscars. Never won no Oscars. They get nominated every now and then for something, but they never fucking win. And good. That's not films. Fucking Star Wars and Marvel movies. And I would throw Harry Potter in there. These aren't fucking films. They're just crap manufactured to push down society's throat not so much not so much harry potter it's just jk rowling trying to cash in as many fucking bucks as uh she can and same thing with the marvel movies and the fucking star wars shit it's just them stacking dollars and it's fucking crazy there's not very much creativity though it's all based on comics and shit like that i don't know i just don't find those to be films i don't find them to be movies I haven't seen that Parasite movie. I'm going to check it out, though. But who cares about the Oscars anyway? I don't see why that's some kind of fucking judge for the Oscars. You know what I mean? Like, you guys can go fuck yourself. I don't know. Who cares about any of that shit? It was funny. It's funny, like, the reaction of, uh, speaking of the Oscars, Eminem, I guess, like, rapped that uh, he, he did uh, lose yourself at the Oscars, which was, like... Eminem was dope back in the day, okay? When I was a kid, uh, he came out with, like, that Slim Shady was really big. I hadn't heard any Eminem before that, the Marshall Mathers LP with, like, the real Slim Shady and the Stan and shit. And then I dropped back to, like, Guilty Conscience from the Slim Shady LP. And then, like, of course, being a white kid from Saskatoon living in the hood... I got heavily in Eminem, like the whole bleached hair and everything, and I listened to everything that. Like, I listened to fucking, like the Slim Shady EP was dope. The stuff he did with the Outsiders, Green and Gold, was fucking wildness, man. Infinite, you want to hear some fucking tight shit, man. Listen, go download the Infinite album, or even just Infinite, the song by Eminem. That was his first shit, and it was dope. Lyrically dope. Wonderful. And then I felt like, you know, like, I didn't realize it then, but, like, even, like, when you listen to, like, the Marshall Mathers LP with, like, Slim Shady and The Way I Am, it's just him complaining about being famous. I think Eminem's last good album was, uh, the Slim Shady LP was fucking dope when he was hungry and shit. That was awesome. Wasn't complaining about fame then. It was fucking stellar. That album was dope. And then... He had that one project with uh, D12, Devil's Night. That wasn't that bad either. That one was fucking, that was a really good album. But like, Marshall Mathers LP was annoying because he was complaining about fucking being famous so much. Like, that's really annoying to hear. And then, you know, comes out with that 8 Mile and it was corny. 
Eight Mile was fucking corny a little bit. I I didn't like Lose Yourself. I liked the Eight Mile soundtrack because of like Naz had a dope track that Made You Look was on there. That's a fucking dope one. Even uh, 50 Cent has a great one. That Places to Go. I got places to go and people to see. The penitentiary ain't no place for me. I'm warning you two to not mess with me. Fuck, that's a banger. And that was before he was like blowing up and shit. Like that was the first. Go listen to that song. Places to go. 50 Cent. Blow your fucking mind. The flow on that one. God, man. If I could, I'd play that song right now. The flow on that, you wouldn't even believe that that's 50. Holy shit, is that good. But the fucking work that Eminem did on that was corny. And then he comes out with the Eminem show. That was a fucking corny album, too. Uh, the 12th track, the one he does to that Aerosmith song, Sing for the Moment, wasn't bad. But still complaining about being famous and shit. And the rest of it, ah, pfft. And then D12 World came out. Oh, you lost me, pal. And that fucking whole... Oh, all Eminem after that was fucking trash. And I haven't listened to it since. You lost me, pal. You just fucking whole rap god thing. Fuck that. The real Eminem. Go back to Slim Shady LP. Listen to Role Model. Listen to Just Don't Give a Fuck. That was awesome. Still Don't Give a Fuck. Great track. Fucking great tracks, man. Listen to Infinite. That's the fucking bomb diggity. I don't know... How we started getting on the topic of Eminem or what? Oh, yeah. He does the fucking lose yourself at the Oscars. Like, ten years, like that movie came out fucking 10 years ago, man. It confused everybody. There's this hilarious picture of Billie Eilish. Like, everybody was getting into it, I guess. Like, it was like, looked like a bunch of white people, like, listening to fucking Vanilla Ice or something from my time. Like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, a room full of, like, stuffy actors and shit like that. Like, grooving, trying to get down to, like, fucking middle-aged Eminem, just rapping, lose yourself. Like, what the fuck is going on in the world these days, man? Like, that movie came out ten years ago. How the fuck is that relevant now? You know what I mean? Like, fuck off, Eminem. Why don't you just fucking produce shit anymore? Stop fucking releasing music. You know, even, like, my roommate really likes that fucking Venom song. That Venom, Venom, Venom whatever the fuck like dope beat and shit but guy like compared to the old Eminem whack whackness if fuck I feel like if the Eminem who like wrote like uh as the world turns or rock bottom could see his latest fucking shit he would be like what is going on here what are you guys doing man you know like all like I hate how like Oh, I hate when, like, everybody breaks down his fucking lyrics, too. Like, what, you now you gotta be, like, a mathematician to fucking listen to good rap? Whatever happened to Jedi Mind Tricks? Whatever happened to fucking Benefit? Whatever happened to Gangstar? You know what I mean? Big L? Rest in peace, Big L. That just, he, the anniversary of him passing was just the other day. Fucking Big L was dope. You wanna listen to some shit? Pop in fucking Big L, man. Flamboying for life. Dude. Lifestyles of the poor and the dangerous. Ebonics. Like, fuck. Big L was dope, man. That's real fucking music. That's real rap, you know? And you could tell, like, in the beginning of Eminem shit, he was going for that, but now it's just ridiculous. Now it's just ridiculous. Fuck. I don't think you can... I don't think, like... I don't think great bands or great musicians or great people in general, like, you can only ride that shock wave. For so long before it gets fucking, it go, it grows pedantic. 
your fucking shit goes stale, man. You know what I mean? And I understand their need for evolving and shit, but just, just cut it out, man. I'm tired of Eminem. Speaking of fucking rap music, speaking of fucking rap music, we got some new music sent in. That's great. Right when we weren't getting music sent in, fucking K-Jizzle comes to the fucking rescue, man. Check this cat out on SoundCloud at K-Jizzle. That's the letter K space G-I-Z-Z-L-E. He's got some new shit on fucking SoundCloud. It all sounds great. We're going to be fucking playing that shit all week. You know? Check out Pothead Park on Facebook. Fucking awesome, man. Much love to that cat. Check out Randy B Entertainment on YouTube. That cat's fucking dope. If you want to get... Hold on. Let's get the fucking fight flute going. Let's get this fucking thing going here. This is a recording of that Caleb shit. Listen to this fucking shit go. Oh. If you want your music featured on the Peanut Butter Tiger, you can get at us at, on Instagram at the Peanut Butter Tiger Cast, on Twitter at East Dan, the number one, and on Outlook at East Dan 88 at Outlook.com. Peep that shit. Next, we got a track by K Jizzle called Rolex. Everybody. Drink your water, do your push-ups, eat your broccoli, take your fucking vitamins, man, and everybody have a good one. Tell people you love them. That's what's up. This is Rolex by K Jizzle. Writing all the checks, writing checks. I'm feeling good like a roll. 
Bird up.